0: The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Hallelujah. I want to start this morning by making another one of my audacious statements. Um, And here it is. Every failure or success in life is first and foremost a wisdom, failure, or success. Similar to what I said last month, that every failure or success in life is first and foremost a love failure. Um, Actually, I have four cardinal virtues that I would love to give you concerning failing and succeeding in life. And the first one is love that we looked at last month. If you will get it right where receiving God's love is and walking in that love for you, you will never fail in life. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8 tells us that. We looked at that last month. The second one is prayer. Or you can say prayer and praise. If you will get it right in the place of prayer, you will never fail in life. Luke 18, 1 says, Then Jesus spoke a parable to them that men ought to pray and not to lose heart. King James says not to faint or fall. Praise God. So if you get it right in the place of prayer and praise, you can never faint or fall in life. The third one is faith. And we see that um, the place of that in 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Verse 5 says Who is he that overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. If you will get it right with faith, you will always win. You will always overcome. You will always be on top. You will always be ahead. And the fourth one is what we're going to be talking about for the rest of this month. Wisdom. Wisdom. Proverbs 4, 7. Wisdom is the principal thing or the foundational thing or the main thing. Therefore, get wisdom. In all you're getting, get understanding. Hallelujah. So, this is what I'm saying. Every failure in life is either a love failure, or a faith failure, or a prayer failure, or a wisdom failure. And actually, these four things, they flow into one another. If you will walk in the love God has for you, um, receive the love He has for you and walk in it, prayer will be, will be normal. It will be natural. Glory be to God. Who does not want to commune? And engage and relate with someone they are in love with. And if you will pray, faith will you will be able to walk in love. Um, we read this text last month, Jude chapter one, verse 20, said building up yourself upon your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. If we are prayerful and um, prayerful people, we'll be people that have our faith built up. Hallelujah. And when we walk in faith, walk in the word of God, live by the word of God, we will access divine wisdom. So they are all connected. And I, I use these things as four cardinal spiritual forces. They are like the primary compass. They are not everything, but these four are very vital. Primary compass, you can look at it north, south, east, and west, that a person can use to navigate life with. Praise God. So we are talking about total life transformation this season. And like I said a moment ago, God wants to change your life for better. And this is what I want you i want you to understand. And particularly if you are going through a rough time, if all the chaos that is going on in the world seems to have upended your life and scattered things, I want you to know that your life can change for better. Even in this season of global crisis and chaos, your life can change for better. And the challenge to you in this season is to set yourself on a course to experience the transformation God gives. God can change any life. There is never a hopeless situation with him. Praise God. There is no case that is irredeemable. They came to Jesus in John chapter 11 and they told him, Lazarus has died. We've buried him for the last four days. And they thought that was the end but not with God. Hallelujah. Jesus told them, I am the resurrection and the life. And it brought Lazarus back to life. Uh, You are looking at me this morning. You are not dead. Talk less of being buried for four days. Your case is not irredeemable. It can change for good. Praise God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Here is the record of scriptures. Therefore, And this is what we are going to be standing on for the next few weeks. If anyone is in Christ, that anyone there includes you, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Verse 18, now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. So this is what you and I can experience. We can keep exchanging the old things, the ugly things, the negative things, the things that are not of God, with new things that are from God. And I believe that's what this season um, is requiring of every one of us. Praise God. It can always get better. And that will be your story in Jesus' name. Proverbs 4.18 The path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. Someone may be watching me this morning and you are saying, Pastor, God has been good to me. I'm having such a lovely time. In fact, the last six months were the best six months of my life. Praise God. I want you two to know it can get better and better for you. This next six months will even be more glorious than your first six months were. Wow. Everyone, whether it's been negative or difficult, or it's been great, you can always have a better future. You can always keep experiencing transformation. Hallelujah. I, I quoted that text in 2 corinthians five seventeen because I strongly believe that experiencing transformation hinges on understanding your identity as a new creation. Here we are back on the identity topic again, knowing who you are, you see if someone walks up to me today and says, Pastor' because of what I've gone through, maybe I lost my job or I lost a loved one or something catastrophic happened, and that person seems hopeless and can't begin to envision a better future, a brighter tomorrow, I will conclude that it's because that person does not understand that he or she is a new creation. That person has lost sense of their identity in Christ. If any man is in Christ, is a new creation. When you walk in the reality of being a new creation in Christ, you can always change the old for the new. You can always replace anything negative for good. And you can always experience transformation. You can change. I'm going to say this again to you very clearly this morning. Any and every aspect of your life, replacing the old with new things that are from God. So I want you to embrace this new name. Again, I'm going to put a hashtag in front of it. New creation, it's as old as the Bible. We've given you different names in in our teachings in the last months. And I hope you've not forgotten, in in recent months, I hope you've not forgotten any of them. Um, Solutions provider, that's who you are. A covenant man or someone covered by covenant, that's who you are. Intercessor, that's who you are. Last month we said you are a God lover. Someone that loves God and someone that God loves and someone that is walking in love of God. That's who you are. And I'm telling you, child of God, you are a new creation in Christ. You can always replace the old with the new. You can always replace the negative with the positive. Hallelujah. And I want you to know it. It always starts with revelation and understanding. Believe it. You see, sometimes people know it, but When they are going through challenges, they now start doubting what God has said. Believe it. And most importantly, exercise yourself in it. Use it. That's what we're going to be teaching on. So I want to start talking about wisdom. Wisdom this, 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 this morning. And this is the main thing I want to drive at here. As a new creation, you have the wisdom to win, to rule, and to reign. In times like this, these tough times we are in, these uncertain times that it appears there's chaos everywhere, the wisdom to win, to make the right decisions. Hallelujah. Wisdom is always about knowing what to do. In every situation you find yourself, making the right choices and the right decisions and carrying it out, knowing it, carrying it out, and getting the right results. In times like this, the wisdom to win, to rule, and to reign, you have it as a child of God. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 15 says, By me, talking about wisdom, kings reign, hallelujah, and rulers decree justice. By me, still talking about wisdom, princes rule, and nobles, all the judges of the earth. That wisdom that is being referred to there, you have it. It's part of your makeup as a new creation in Christ. That's why I want to talk about new creation wisdom. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. But of him, referring to God, you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. Christ is your wisdom. Christ that lives in you. And because you are in Christ, you have wisdom. Glory be to God. Look at Colossians chapter 2 with me this morning. Colossians 2, verses 2 and 3. Again, I'm just laying foundation for what we're going to be discussing all through the month. Colossians chapter 2 from verse 2. Attaining to all the riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ. In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In Christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And that's why Christ has become wisdom for you as a child of God, as a new creation. The wisdom is there. What to do is there. it It may not be manifesting. It may not have come to your mind and your heart yet, um, or your your reasoning and your consciousness yet, but it is there. And that's the first place to start with. That's where you you need to start functioning from. Praise God. So I want to challenge you all through this season that we are teaching and talking about wisdom, subscribe to the School of Wisdom. Make yourself that person that, you know, well, God, I'm open to your wisdom. I know it's available for me. The capacity has been given to me, and I'm going to walk in that wisdom. The times we are in demand you to, demand of each and every one of us to be wise. Wiser than the challenges that are showing up on the horizon. Subscribe to the School of Wisdom. The, the principal instructor in the School of Wisdom is the Holy Spirit. Oh yes, you can teach through your pastor, you can teach through Pastor K, you can teach through Doc, um, Pastor T or Dr. K, or any of our... Um, facilitators or anyone that is in the service. God can even use an ant to instruct you. But the principal instructor is the Holy Spirit. The the, the syllabus is the Word of God. And that's where you're going to draw wisdom from. Praise God. Um, Recently I was having a discussion with, with a friend and we were just talking about two different companies that we read about. Just a few years ago, One of them decided that, you know what, we're going to take our business online. They were more or less a physical retail store. And they pumped in millions of dollars, millions of dollars, to transform their business. They still had their physical operation, but they ramped up their online retail business. Just a few years ago, another one decided that, you know what, Um, I know everybody's talking about online retail and things like that, but you know, we're going to focus on physical in-store shopping. And we're going to give any of our customers that comes into any of our stores the best physical shopping experience. Two different directions, the two different boards of those companies made. And for a while, everybody seemed to be okay. The people that chose to go the route of physical only They didn't invest anything in online retail. They didn't make any plans for doing things online. They were doing okay. In fact, people were coming to their stores and having a wonderful time because they they liked that physical experience. They did things for people when you came into their store. And people that did online, yeah, people started shopping online. And they were doing okay as well. Then one day COVID-19 hit. (laughs) Like somebody said, or like we say in this part of the world, Yawa gas." And then we were not able to see the people that made the wise decision and the people that made the foolish decision. I pray for you this morning. Every decision you will be making in this time, you will not live to regret it in the name of Jesus. You will make the wise decisions in the name of Jesus. Six months from today, one year from today, three years from today, six years from today, you will be reaping the benefits Of the wise decisions that the Spirit of God will be causing you to make. Hallelujah. Today, the people, that company that moved online, they are making more money than they ever made before. It turned out to be a very wise decision. They made it three years ago. And the people that told themselves that they are going to just stay with physical, they're still closing their stores. Wisdom is indeed the principal thing. Let me begin to close this morning because I want us to take some time to pray for wisdom. Luke 7.35. But wisdom is justified by all our children. That's what Jesus said. And again, my prayer for you today. The children that will come out of the results or the things that will spring out of your life by the end of this year, one year from today, three years from today, six years from today, they will justify the wise decisions that you are going to be embarking upon in this season in the name of Jesus. You will not be like that store that said, oh, all we are going to do is physical. It looked okay at that time. But it turned out to be a very foolish decision. I pray for you, you will not make foolish decisions in this season. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. Proverbs chapter 4. I want us to read this text as we get set to pray this morning. Proverbs chapter 4 from verse 5. Hallelujah. Uh, The book of James tells us all we need to do is to ask for wisdom. If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask. Why? The capacity has been given to us as new creations. Read with me this morning. Proverbs 4 from verse 5. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Hallelujah. And in all your getting, get understanding. Verse 8, exalt her and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. And finally, verse 9, she will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory. She will deliver to you. Listen to me, friends. As we begin to embark on this journey to transform our lives for the better, to change positive changes, we need to embrace wisdom. You need to get to the wisdom you need. Some of you are faced with some very, very difficult challenges ahead of you right now. I can sense you and I can see you in my spirit. What you need to do is to get the wisdom of God for that situation. What's the decision to make? What's the step to take? What are the actions and the moves I need to make? get wisdom. It's available for you. And as we begin to pray this morning, I see God just pouring out and opening His reservoir of wisdom to you. And as we begin to operate on them, you begin to get results. Lift your hands with me this morning. Kanda Bo Labrosa. Oh, thank you, Father, for your wisdom. Thank you, Father. I just want us to lay the foundation this morning. Thank you, Father. Begin to thank God for wisdom. Begin to thank God that Christ has been made the wisdom of God unto you. You don't have to look for it anywhere else. As long as you are in Christ and Christ is in you, you have the access, you have access to all the wisdom you need. You, You will know what to do concerning your job. You will know what to do concerning your marriage, concerning your finances, concerning your business, concerning your ministry, concerning God's purpose and plans for your life, concerning every aspect of your life. Those areas that you want to see transformation, that you want to see positive change, you will know what to do. The, 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 direction to take. I mean, the direction to follow and the steps to take. They will be handed over to you in this season. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him for wisdom. We're going to take a few minutes to pray. Just start by just giving God praise. Giving Him praise this morning. In the name of Jesus, oh hallelujah! Second Timothy chapter three. Please, I want to encourage you. Just pray with us this morning. Take a very, very comfortable prayer posture. We're going to pray for wisdom. If you need to sit, if you if you want to continue sitting, that's fine. Just make sure you pray with us. If you need to kneel down, you can kneel down. If you need to stand and pace, please do that. Second Timothy chapter three, from verse fourteen. But you must continue in the things which you have learned. And I've been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them. And that from childhood, you have known the Holy Scriptures. I know some of us, we didn't start learning Scriptures from childhood, but this was Timothy's experience. From childhood, you have known the Holy Scriptures, and this is really our focus this morning, which are able to make you wise for salvation. That's the prayer I want us to pray, to start with this morning. Lord, grant me wisdom for salvation. Able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Come on, lift your hands and say, Father, grant me wisdom for salvation. In every area of my life, the wisdom I need to experience the salvation that you provide concerning my job, concerning my business, concerning my career, concerning my finances, like we focused on in the discussion earlier in the service today, grant me the wisdom for salvation. Concerning my marriage, concerning my relationships, concerning my family, concerning my children, grant me wisdom for salvation. Oh, concerning every aspect of my life, your call upon my life, your purpose for my life, grant me wisdom for salvation. Engatayala brosakaya lakanda. Come on, pray with me this morning. Grant us wisdom for salvation. If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Oh Father, we ask you for the wisdom that will bring about manifestations of salvation in every area of, of our lives. Particularly in those areas where we desire to see positive change. Let us know exactly and precisely what we need to do in the name of Jesus. Grant me wisdom for salvation through your word and by your spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We are still on that text. Look at verse 16 very closely with me. There are four things um, the scriptures mention here. I want us to specifically pray about. Second Timothy chapter 3 from verse 16. Now, all scripture. I mentioned earlier on the syllabus for wisdom is the Bible. The word of God. If you are going to have wisdom... If you're going to walk in wisdom. And you know, wisdom is something that you must have ready on the go. You you should be in that place where the wisdom to handle the challenge before you, it's already available to you. you. You've got to be a student of scriptures. You've got to spend time in your Bible. For someone here, maybe that's the first step you even need to start making. You need to start reconnecting yourself to the word of God. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God or the woman of God may be complete and thoroughly equipped for every good work. Hallelujah. I decree that will be your story in this second half of 2020. You will be complete and thoroughly equipped for every good work. Whatever it is you need to do in any area of your life, the equipment to carry it out, you will possess it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But he mentioned four things there, and that's what I want us to pray for. This is how wisdom comes to us. And this is also how foolishness comes to people. Number one, he said, these scriptures are profitable for doctrine. I want us to pray for these four things. Some of us, the problem is the doctrine with which you are running your life with. What do I mean by doctrine? Your belief systems, the things you believe, the things you have been taught. You know, he said of Timothy here, from childhood, you have known the scriptures. Some of us, the things that were taught us in our childhood, wrong doctrine. Wrong doctrine. Wrong things were taught you. And you are now building and running your life on those things. And it's it's just causing you to make foolish mistakes. Profitable for doctrine, your belief system, your concepts in life. I wonder who who it is that is watching me here. But you you just don't have that concept that we are a new creature in Christ Jesus. A a species that never existed before. Something that God created right from his his innermost being That the world has never known. And you have that ability to replace the old with the new. Hallelujah. So doctrine. Number Number two, you talked about reproof. Reproof talks about objection or disapproval. Some people are on the verge of making the wrong choices, making mistakes. And there's nobody to say, no, that is wrong. They can't hear the voice of those and say, no, don't go there. Don't marry that guy. Don't take that job. Don't do that business. That, that's what reproof is all about. May you at every point in time of your life that you need it, before you make the wrong move, that voice of reproof, may it come up and say, don't do that. That's the wrong way to go. The Bible says there's a way that seemeth right to man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Third one he talked about is correction. Correction or alteration. In this second half of the year, there are some of us, listening to me this morning, God needs to alter certain aspects of your life. Or modification. This is vital for transformation. The way you handle your money needs to change. The way you handle your time needs to be altered. There needs to be correction in, in the way you handle your relationships. We're going to pray for that. And the, first, the fourth one, instructions in righteousness. Look, the, the problem with some people is there's no direction. They, they can't hear a voice from the back saying this is the way walk in it. This is the place to go. This is the business to do. Instructions in righteousness. That also speaks of discipline. See, when instruction comes, God tells you this, how you should order your life and live your life. I want us to pray for these four things. Because as they begin to walk in us, it will funnel the wisdom of God into our hearts. Lift your hands with me this morning and say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for the right doctrine. I thank you for the reproof that I need right now. I thank you for the corrections that I need. And I thank you for the instructions in righteousness that I need for my life in this season. And by faith, I receive them even as I pray this morning in the name of Jesus thank you lord for helping me with my belief systems help me to believe right helping me to believe right helping me to develop the right concepts for my life in the name of jesus come on for one more minute open your mouth and pray pray for the right doctrine pray for reproof when you need them You will never make the wrong moves again in your life. This next six months, you will only make right moves. You will not turn on a road that leads to destruction. In the name of Jesus, the voice of reproof by the Holy Spirit will help you before you make the wrong turn. In the name of Jesus. Where you need correction, where you need alteration, where you need modification, where you need to change the way you are doing things, God will grant you that correction. And where you need direction, instructions will come. Oh, yala yala gagagoso. oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for these four things working in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. One more line of prayer this morning. Just before we close, one more line of prayer. I started talking about the lessons we need to learn from the children of Israel last Sunday. I want us to look at that text again. Psalm 106, verse 13. They soon forgot the works of God. That was their primary error. And we talked about that last Sunday. They did not wait for His counsel. Another error. They lost it exceedingly in the wilderness. Another error. And this is the main thing I want us to look at. They tested God in the desert. They tested God in the desert. Psalm 78 tells us how it actually happened. Psalm 78 verse 17. But they sinned more, even more against him by rebelling against the High in the wilderness. Verse 18. And they tested God in their hearts by asking for food of their fancy. Watch the foolishness here. We're going to pray this morning. Every trace of foolishness will flee from your life in this season in the name of jesus now if you read the story please just pause for a minute and listen to me god had provided them with manna god had been providing them and they were okay all of a sudden they now said asking we want meat we want meat look at verse 19 of the text yes they spoke against god and they said can god prepare a table in the wilderness Verse 20, they said, can God give us bread? Ah, we know God can give manna, but can he give us meat? Can he give us bread in the wilderness for his people? And you know what God now did? God gave them the bread. But the Bible said as they were eating it, it caused leanness in their soul. Now, listen, this, this is the point. When people go through wilderness experiences, when people go through harsh times, God was meeting their needle. Manna was falling from heaven every day water was coming out of the rock but then foolishness set in can God give us meat ah we miss the meat we had in Egypt we miss the garlic we had in Egypt and it cost them their journey in the wilderness I pray for you today and we are going to pray together may foolishness not take hold of your life in this season I know you may be going through some tough times may you not get pressure to this place of can God do this can God do this May you not see something on Instagram or social media that will make you now start doubting and tempting what God has planned for you. Hallelujah. When God was going to speak to Moses, Numbers 11, still the same story. I wish I had time. When you get home, read Numbers 11. But this, this is what God told Moses, Numbers 11:23. We're going to pray that. And God said to Moses, because God told him, they are asking me to provide meat. God was actually angry when he said that. And God said, okay, go and tell the people, consecrate yourself. Tomorrow they will have meat. Moses said that there are 600,000 footmen alone, talkless of women and children. Even if we slaughter all the sheep in the, in the camp, where are we going to get meat? And this is how God answered him. Hallelujah. Has the Lord's arm been shortened? Numbers eleven twenty three. Now you will see whether what I say will happen or not. There are two aspects of the prayer. Number one, lift your hands, say, Father, deliver me from every temptation of foolishness in this season don't let the pressure of this crisis tempt me to make foolish decisions and make foolish choices like the children of Israel in the name of Jesus come and open your mouth and pray every pressure of foolishness every pressure that every temptation that causes foolish decisions Oh, just because things are not happening the way I expected it, Lord, I pray that you deliver me from it. Your wisdom will guide my thoughts. Your wisdom will guide my words. Your wisdom will guide my actions. Your wisdom will guide my decisions. Come and pray. Come and pray. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your wisdom. Oh, foolishness is far from me. Come on, declare that where you are. Foolishness is far from me. Even as I walk through this valley of the shadow of death, and I walk through this global crisis, foolishness is far from me. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God answered him and said, My arm is not shortened. Has the Lord's hand been shortened? How can they be asking, can I furnish a table in the wilderness? Maybe someone is asking that, can God bless my business in the middle of a global pandemic? Can God restore my job in the middle of a global pandemic? Can God heal sicknesses that the doctors say there's no healing? Here is God's word to you this morning. The Lord's arm has not been shortened. Has the Lord's hand been shortened? said, now you will see whether what I say will happen or not. I want us to pray this morning that in this season, even as we walk through this valley of the shadow of death, we will see the hand of God. And we're not going to tempt Him. We know, hallelujah, and we are wise. We will take the manna and the provision God is giving us. We will not test Him, but we know that God's mighty, miraculous arm is available unto us. Come on, lift your hands and say, Father, I thank you for your miracle arm working in my family working in my business working in my career working concerning my health working concerning my finances in my home every area of my life verse 31 of that text the Bible said God caused the wind to blow God caused the wind to blow I decree the Holy Ghost is flowing the spirit of wisdom into your home on your career, in your ministry, in every aspect of your life, the spirit of wisdom is blowing into your affairs and is bringing direction for you. It's giving you wisdom. And you are seeing the mighty miracles that God can do in your life. In the name of Jesus. The preceding message was brought to you by Word Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Word Auditorium, Etel Avenue.